Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fremantle Dockers, welcome back to SENWA Breakfast. Tim Gossage in the Toolkit Depot studio. Scotty Cummings laid up in Peppermint Grove with a bad hammer and tack, but he will be back in the studio after some uh, ongoing treatment. Fremantle had to sit and wait till day two of the draft, and they took at pick 33, Hugh Davies. And we were hoping to chat with Justin Longmuir, but we said, no, we don't need the coach. We'll go to the boss, Executive General Manager of Football, Peter Bell, who's been kind enough to join us. Belly, appreciate your time, mate. You had to sit through the first night. What was that like? Uh, yeah, it was tough work, um, but um, you know it's always interesting the draft, seeing where the talent lands at, at various clubs, and um, obviously we weren't able to do much uh, because of um, our lack of uh, collateral and also some rules around our ability to trade out what we did have um, due to the to, due to the Luke Jackson trade. But um, we were very excited in, uh, to get involved on the second night. In summary, okay, so you went Hugh Davies from Claremont, fantastic. Uh, mature age, uh, Tommy Emmett, more on him shortly. Max Noble, of course, who's uh, I'm pretty sure you're going up to see him this morning up there at Gippsland, of course. So his dad Trent played a fair bit of footy. But the surprise for many was Corey Wagner, three a two-time club player with Melbourne and North Melbourne. You took him at pick 57. What was the method behind that, can I ask? Yeah, look, he, he's obviously um, uh, have, he has enough talent to be in our order um, and people would look at the, the fact that he's had a couple of um, opportunities as a, as a younger player, but what he had done at Port Melbourne um, over the last year particularly, it really elevated his game. There was a positional change uh, to become a running halfback and he really excelled at that. Um, he's kept himself in unbelievably good condition um, he's an accumulator, defends well, uh, runs really hard, and just uh, we thought that um, either as a, as that running halfback or potentially even on the wing, um, he, he had something to offer. Um, there's a, there's a lot to like about the way that he approached his footy, given those disappointments that he'd already endured. So we were pleased with a late pick to be able to give him another opportunity, and uh, we caught up with him last night. He and his uh, fiance, Kayla. Uh, lovely people, uh, strong characters, and um, they're really looking forward to moving across to Western Australia. Hey, Belly, we spoke last week when you came in, and uh, we discussed the list of where it sits right now. Now, and we, you know, obviously, back half has been sold as a rock. The midfield is is just one of the best coming through. Forward line is probably where some of the issues lie. I noticed last night you go uh, Hugh Davies, defender, uh, a big developing ruckman that will take some time in in Max Noble and and Corey Wagner is a defender as well. One forward in there in, in Tom Emmett, but is that just an indication that you are backing in the? the forwards and the young guys that you have on the list right now to take that forward line forward? Yeah, a bit of that, Scotty. We're, we're, we're you know, pleased with the, the, the guys that we do have and also probably a reflection on, on what is available in the draft where our picks were as well. Um, so, uh, look, Tom, we think can have an impact. His is an amazing story, but he is a very powerful player. 
Um, he's hit the scoreboard at, at Sturt. Uh, hasn't played a lot of footy for, for injuries and a few other reasons. Um, but you know, he's only. I think he's having his twenty first birthday party today, which would be an interesting dynamic given that <laughs> maybe even as soon as tomorrow he'll be on the way on the way to Perth. But um, JL right now heads to the late change. He's visiting uh, Max Noble up in a town called Mafra, uh, which is a fair drive away, and then he'll fly to South Australia to to drop in on Tom uh, before the twenty first. I think JL. Um, contemplated being involved in the 21st. It was actually quite funny. Tom said, <laughs> Tom said, oh, if you come into the 21st, don't come empty-handed. So JL might be at a gift shop at the airport on the way, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But we think, we think Tom can have an impact. As, yeah, Tom can have an impact as a forward. He's a, he's a big body, loves the contest, so we'll see what he can do. Uh, looking forward to that. Now, I, I don't know how you receive this, but I'm looking for the quote today from uh, your man, Hugh Davies, who many thought you was going to go in the back-to-back 41-42, but yeah, so-called pulled the trigger at 33 for Hugh Davies, and I quote, I had no idea. I wasn't really paying attention, to be honest, and I just heard the family screaming and said, what's happened? So he wasn't even watching at the time <laughs> that he got drafted. I reckon you might want to sit him down in the coach's room just say, maybe you just need to concentrate, young fella. <laughs> yeah, look, um, it, it is interesting how guys handle the, uh, the the draft night and with all the with all the family and friends and everything else going on. And look, we, yeah, look, he's he's a player that really impressed us, obviously, um, and uh, we, we were very comfortable calling out his name where we did. Um, look, you, you do a lot of work, uh, Goss Scotty, um, on on these players, but also on where cl- other clubs see them, and we're, we're pretty we're very confident he wouldn't have been available at our selection. Mm. Early in the 40s, so hands we called out his name at uh, 33. Well, you're just watching the coverage over two nights there uh, when the, the the new player that hasn't played a game, <laughs> hasn't set foot in the club yet, compared to a champion of the game. Jordan uh, Degoe, was a lot of, there was a lot of Jordan Degoe comparisons. Yeah, there's a lot of Dusties out there as well, but apparently there's no Scott Cummings <laughs> or Peter Bells. Uh, <laughs> good thing, maybe. Uh, probably probably a good thing. Um, I'm sure if there was a you know a five foot nine player from Korea, um, they might have got the Peter Bell comparison. But they're pretty thin on the ground at the moment. I, I think that no, it, it is interesting. They they do hype the players up a lot, and um, look, um, we just want them to come in and and, and work and, and make their own careers. Obviously, some of them will turn out to be excellent players, and for whatever reason, some of them won't quite get there. But that's the beauty of the draft. You you pass your last couple. Or- uh, last one, I think, uh, Belly. What happens now today through rookie and SSP uh, supplementary players and stuff like that? What, what are you going to do with your list from here on in? Yeah, we'll have we'll have a look at that. We've got the ability to bring in some uh, rookie list uh, players, so we'll get together and, and and take a look at that and what's available. Um, and there is, as I mentioned to you guys last week, there is a strong preference that we keep a a list spot open over the SSP period so we can invite some players into train and, um, and maybe, uh, maybe look at a player through that uh, mechanism as well. Hey, Belly, only 59 players drafted. It's just in the last couple of years, it's been really low numbers. And when we look back at history and there's always the questions of draft time of who is the biggest steal and that sort of stuff, and he goes to Dean Kemp at 117, 59 players, Jesus, hard to get drafted and get on an AFL list right now. 
Yeah, it is. Um, I still think that has a little bit to do with you know there was a there was a, a small reduction in the number of lists of, uh, number that you could have on the list a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. So when you spread that through the league, that that probably has meant that the the draft pool's been compressed a little bit. But it is interesting how it's going, and um, yeah, not not I'm not sure if that trend will continue or at some stage whether it'll it'll head back out to sort of sixty seventy players that are drafted. In summary, uh, I know most clubs will say, yep, we got exactly what we're after and we're really, really happy. <laughs> it's a bit of a cliche response. Can't not... believe he was still there, Yeah, I can't, can't believe, believe he was still, he was still there. there. I, he was a prize pick-up. He was a, bol- he was a bolter. He was a bargain buy. Belly, just in summary, for the Fremantle fans listening, uh, either live or on the podcast, just tell us what your thoughts are in regards to the draft over the last two days for you at the Fremantle Football Club. <laughs> Yeah, the reality is we, we won't really know for, for, for five years or so. That's that's a reality for every club as to how these players go. Some will get off to a flyer, some will be a, a bit more of a slow burn, and, and particularly our young Ruck. You know, he's 207 centimetres, but he's got a lot of filling out to do. So Max will have to hit the gym and, and eat the right food, and, and he'll take a while. But um, really pleased to address some positional needs that we had. You know, another another key back in in, in Q, uh, also Max as a, as a developing Ruck, and then and, um, yeah, four, four needs, a, a power forward and, and a player that's uh, uh, in the back half and wing in, in, in Wagner. So um, we, we feel like, given the picks that we had, um, we're, we're very pleased with who we brought in, but now it's time for those guys to get to work. Good on you, mate. Appreciate you taking our call today, and well done to, on behalf of us uh, over the last... The access to yourself and, and the playing group and your coach over the last couple of days, and David Walls on on, uh, on Duff's show as well. So thanks very much to the Fremantle Football Club for everything, and, and good luck in yeah. the rookie draft today. Thanks, guys. Good on you. There's Peter Bell joining us, and they've been so good of their time, the Fremantle Football Club. Gosh, I reckon, you know, we asked Belly about picking those defenders and, and, and the Ruckman, that sort of stuff, no forwards. Do you reckon there could be a couple of players that they have in their back half right now that they can see going forward? Yep. You know, whether it's Chapman or whether it's Young or... Brennan Cox. Brennan Cox was Brennan a forward. Brennan Cox goes yeah. forward. Yep. Yeah. There could be some... Can, yeah. you know, keep an eye out over summer to yep. see who's training... Griffin Where? Logue, he'd be handy up foot. Oh, nice. No, he'd right. be good. He'd be a good swing man. <laughs> Lee Akers would be all right too as a forward pocket. He'd go well.